0: This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com donate. Bismillah <laughs> ar rahim Noon wal-qalami wa ma yasturoon Ma anta bin i'mati rabbika bimajnoon Wa inna laka la ajran gaira mamnoon Wa inna ka la اللهم اجعلنا من الذين هم على خلق عظيم الله لولكم في القرآن الحكيم ونفعني وإياكم بالآيات الحكيم Today's khutbah is about a single ayah uh, that belongs to Surah Al-Qalam and uh, in order to introduce the importance of this ayah simply it's the last of the ayat I recited there in the very beginning of the surah Allah says عَظِيمٍ Speaking about the Messenger of Allah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah says, there is no doubt that you are committed to a great character, that you have profound character. So it's a compliment to Allah's messengers, the way Allah's Messenger carried himself. What I wanted to talk to you about today was actually uh, the placement of this ayah first. Uh, The early surahs, including Surah Al-Qalam, one of the main subjects of them is to respond to people who don't believe that the Qur'an is from Allah. So even in the audience of the Prophet at the time, وسلم, the majority of the people didn't yet believe. So even when they heard the Qur'an, they considered the Qur'an his words, not the words of Allah. And so a lot of the early surahs, uh, they highlight or prove or make arguments. Why must the audience believe that these are not the words of this man? These are actually words that are revealed to him. They are, And it's much easier for you and I just to put this in perspective, it's much much easier for you and I to believe in the, the, the Qur'an because we have everybody around us that believes in the Qur'an also, believes in the word of Allah. But if we were in that first generation that heard this messenger for the first time, والسلام, and he's claiming that the words that are coming out of my mouth are not mine, they actually are delivered to me from an angel and they're coming from Allah Himself, so you must follow them, that's not an easy thing to accept. You see, if anybody makes that claim throughout history, the first response is, well, you're, what are you saying? An angel talks to you? You must be crazy. So the, the natural response for most people is that he's insane. Not everybody called him insane because they hated him. But because they found it really hard to believe. It's just a difficult thing to accept that a man receives revelation. Allah first says in the surah, qalami wa Ma Yasturun." He swears by the pen and what they write, meaning the origin of the words that are coming from him are from the pen, the Qalam from Allah, and the angels that are documenting the revelation of Allah, that's the source of it. The words that are coming from out of his mouth are not from a jinn, they're not from a devil, they're not of his own making, they're not the product of insanity, they're actually coming from (laughs) Allah al-Mahfoov. And then he says to him that these insults that these people are hurling your way won't mean anything. It doesn't matter because for every one of these insults or any one of these people that are dismissing this message, inna ajran, You're going to have a compensation that is never going to discontinue. There's no doubt about it. There's a special reward waiting for you. sallallahu alayhi wasallam, talking to the Messenger والسلام, that there's a special reward waiting for you that is never going to discontinue. But the ayah, the subject of today's khutbah, is actually what khuluqin Allah tells His Messenger sallallahu alayhi wasallam. That you must, he, he himself must believe that what he's is saying is absolutely the truth, and everybody around him should accept that what he's is saying is actually the truth. It is from Allah because of his character, because of how he carried himself. Now, this, or carries himself his entire life. This is now obviously early revelation, so the Prophet ﷺ is more than 40 years old, but at the very least 40. So, this is the early revelations, right? And the people of Makkah have known this man sallallahu not as Rasulullah, not as someone who claimed to be Allah's Messenger, but just someone who lives in Makkah, and his name is Muhammad ibn Abdullah. His, Muhammad the son of Abdullah. He never claimed to be a prophet before then. Allah didn't charge him with this responsibility before them. So they know him, and they've known him for 40 years. So he's someone who's lived among them for a really long time. And Allah is actually making the claim that the call to Islam the call to Allah's word has validity because of the way He carried Himself for 40 years. The way He was with the people. It's actually you now we know that the Messenger, وسلم, there's no greater worshipper of Allah than the Messenger Himself. That's His relationship with Allah. But this ayah is not about the Messenger's relationship with Allah. This ayah is about the Messenger's relationship with people. With people, not with Allah, with people. And what's more interesting is it's his relationship with people before he became a messenger, not after, before he became a messenger. So there's no Qur'an yet, there's no revelation yet, and the way that the messenger is carrying himself, the kind of son, the kind of father, the kind of husband, the kind of businessman, the kind of friend, the kind of neighbor, the kind of nephew, the kind of grandchild, etc., etc. The kind of human being he is and the kinds of relationships he has, and the way he deals with people, the way he speaks, the way he carries himself, in and of itself is proof, this man can only be right. This man has the credibility of only being right. The Qur'an has done something remarkable here. Allah is essentially saying in this, in this ayah, that the, one of the proofs, the proof that Qur'an is the word of Allah, that Qur'an is the truth, Islam is the truth, is the way that the Prophet behaves for 40 years, that's the proof. What we're learning in this ayah is something so important. We, you know, uh, we're living, you know, people watch this khutbah online from all over the world, but all of us have some similar concerns. We're concerned about passing Islam on to our next generation. We're concerned about how our children aren't learning the deen the way that we hoped that they would learn it. And the influences that are taking them away from the values of this deen are very powerful right from online to offline these influences are no joke right and in this in the midst of this what we try to do is we try to teach our kids teachings of islam quran says this the prophet said this sallallahu alaihi wasallam this is what's fard on you this is what's wajib on you this is what you must do this is what you mustn't do this is the surah you have to memorize we have all this stuff that we want to teach our kids about islam or even each other we assume if we start teaching islam then somehow people will come closer and closer to the deen and that's how it's going to work. Except, even though there's a lot of truth to that, there's, if you consider all of this teaching of deen, a building, that building has a foundation. And that foundation is actually character. The foundation is actually how you deal with people. The people of Makkah were not expected to accept Allah's words until they had 40 years of credibility from a man sallallahu alaihi wasallam allah could have made him a messenger earlier he could have been a messenger from birth like isa alayhi salam that could have been the case but allah decided no he's going to first establish his role sallallahu alaihi wasallam in his society what kind of human being is this before we weigh what he has to say what kind of person is he before we weigh what he has to say this is profound because now we're also learning that character isn't something necessarily you get from revelation. Good character, how to be an honest human being, how to be a kind human being, how to be a fair human being, how to be a gentle human being, a courteous human being. These are not things you only learn from the word of Allah. And until it's in the Quran, it has no value. Wait, there was no Quran for 40 years. And yet the Prophet's character is being described as khuluqin azim. This is a very important thing. What we're, what I'm trying to get across is that these values are so fundamental and so important and they have become, they are actually, it's almost saying, if you talk to an architect, you say, I want to build a really tall building and, but I don't want to waste time on the foundation. So don't dig, just build it. And he starts building the building. That's silly because a little bit of the wind and what's going to happen to that building? It's going to fall apart. Because there's no, there's no groundwork, there's no foundation. That's what's missing so much in our discourse and what we emphasize. You know, when we go, for example, we take our kids to a restaurant and they're going to go eat. It. We're looking at, okay, we have to make sure it's a halal restaurant. Make sure we find out where they got their chicken from, where they got their beef from. Let's do a background check on the owner. Let's find out where they, you know, all this stuff. And, you know, who did they hire and what kind of skillet did they use and all this stuff. And fine, you did all your exhaustive background check. And now you go to the halal restaurant with your children. Right? And you're sitting there and you're eating food. And the people who are serving you, they come and they go. And it's like late at night, the restaurant's about to close. And your kids finish half their plate. And you finish half your plate like, ah, I'm full. Okay, let's go. And you just pick up and go. You know what? You ate halal, but there's so much missing here. The people that are working late at night, they have homes to go to also. You could have just taken a little bit of time to clean up, put things aside, make their job a little easy for them, taken the opportunity to take, teach your children that those people that are working here, this is actually that is Allah, you know this is the way that they earn Allah's it is. It's not easy to do the job that they do. And just because we have the luxury of sitting here and eating, doesn't mean that we deserve better than they do. We're not better human beings than they are. And they're your elders. A waiter at the restaurant is older than your child. So the elders always deserve respect. So go say salaam to them. And thank them for their service. Actually help them take some of this stuff back. And we don't waste food. These are matters of character. You don't have to give a khutbah. This is just character. These are simple things that we overlook. Just making eye contact with somebody when you speak with them. Just giving them time of day or courtesy. Now, now when you're talking to somebody, in the middle of talking to them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, I agree. What? So you're... You're not even giving them the courtesy of attention. It could be your parents. It could be anybody else. But we don't pay attention to people when you speak to them. These are simple matters of character. But when somebody does that, when somebody tick, tick puts their stuff away and actually gives you the time of day in conversation, they're not rolling their eyes and saying, ah, So, uh, can I go now? Either they're saying that with their speech or they're saying that with their body language. Right? They're not doing that. They actually gave you the courtesy. It actually speaks volumes. It has an impact, and these are the kinds of things that we basically don't even emphasize anymore because the food is halal. Because we and we for example, our children. We, we have so many parents say, "I want my child to be a good Muslim." Well, how do you make your child a good Muslim? I have a formula. Make them memorize the Quran. If my kid becomes a hafiz, stamp of I mean, Jannah guaranteed, and they they get you know extra bonus tickets. They get to take a few people with them, you know. Our kids memorizing the Qur'an is memorizing some words of the Arabic language. Yes, those words are sacred. But if those words don't have any impact on their character, then then what's going to happen? And and I've seen kids that have memorized the Qur'an that are very arrogant. That are like, I recite way better than that one. I don't know why they didn't let me lead the taraweeh. Because you know, we have kids that finish memorizing the Qur'an, and we put them as trophies to lead. right? Our parents are pushing them to lead. Uh, This is why we memorize the Qur'an. This is, this is what it's turned into. So what we do is that the deen is supposed to actually give perfection to something good that's already there. Something decent that's already there. Look at what we do, for example, at Hajj. Everybody's worried about, hey, which dua are you supposed to make here? Where are you supposed to be? What, what, what am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? Which ritual? And we're very worried about the manasik. And at the same time, you're like, لَبَّيْكَ la لَبَّيْكَ and chuck the bottle on the ground. How is this? What, what, what Islam is this? Cleanliness? Take courtesy to someone else? You know, where did that disappear to? Where did that go? So our, the, you know, the, 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 the fundamental piece that's missing from the equation is how is it that we are dealing with each other, with others? Think about it this way. Our messenger ﷺ, for 40 years before the revelation, you can argue that the only people he's dealing with are non-Muslims. Everybody around him that he deals with is non-Muslims. Today you have Muslims that say, well, we have to be good to Muslims, but non-Muslims, astaghfirullah, kuffar. And we treat them like dirt, or we're uncomfortable around them, or we want to nothing to do with them, I don't want to be around the kuffar. Really? You don't want to be around them? Well, who's Nuh saying, ya me, ya me' for 900 years, and talking to them out of love? Who's he talking to? Muslims? You know? Ibrahim alayhi salam building the Kaaba, making dua for all people. You know, he's making dua for all people. فَجْعَلْ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ النَّاسِ A concern for people, courtesy for people. How do you deal with people? How do you talk to them? How do you think about them? You know? And of course, especially towards fellow believers. But the, the way we deal and to interact with each other, that is at the very, very top. That is the top priority of our deen. That gives it credibility. If you don't have that, and you're for example, you know, the kind of double standard that exists. We, we separate character from the teaching of deen. We separate those two things. So you can have halaqat of tafsir, and you can have halaqat of like, studying very advanced Islamic sciences. You've got, you know, some, some very elaborate texts that you're going through and you're studying and you're learning from. And you're sitting there learning from it, and you're, you're memorizing these things, and sometimes mothers are learning them, and they're ignoring their children. Uh, your first rites is to your kids. I want to remind you of something remarkable. Uh, Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, we all know how close she was to the messenger of Allah sallallahu And we all know how much of hadith is attributed to Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And she's actually, a, she's got profound memory. She's got photographic memory. And something remarkable, she said in the, in this, the longest hadith found in Bukhari about if, I mean when she was slandered and you know the case was made against her. Um, when she got upset, and she wanted to respond to the Prophet wasallam, she says, وَأَنَا جَارِيَةٌ حَدِيثَةُ السِّنْ لَا أَقْرَأُ كَثِيرًا al الْقُرْآنِ And I read that portion of that hadith and I was just baffled. She said, I was very young at the time, and I didn't read a lot of Qur'an, I didn't know a lot of Qur'an. I was like, what? You? Didn't know a lot of Qur'an? This is like 16, 17 years into Revelation, two-thirds or more of the Qur'an has already been revealed, and you don't know a lot of Qur'an? What have you been doing? You're a Sahabiya. you're like Aisha, you're our mother Aisha Why? Because she's busy taking care of the household, she's got other responsibilities, she's doing other things. You know, she's she's got things to take care of other burdens. There are other people that are memorizing Qur'an. And she actually quoted something from Surah Yusuf, which suggests she only knew some Makkah Qur'an even. She didn't know much, A lot. that's a a later story. The idea being, we think to be more Islamic, means we have to memorize more, learn more, study more, and the more ilm we acquire, the better Muslim we are. Knowledge has its place, but knowledge is actually a, a higher floor. There's a bottom floor again, and that's character, responsibility. What kind of son are you? What kind of daughter are you? What kind of husband or wife are you? What kind of in-law are you? What kind of uncle are you? What kind of neighbor are you? Well, how am I carrying myself? What kind of brother or sister am I? You know, these are the relationships that define us. These are the relationships, are you doing your part? Am I doing my part? You know, if somebody else is doing wrong, how do I respond to ignorance? Do I have a hot temper? I don't care how many books I've memorized or how good my tilawa or qira'ah is. If I lose my temper all the time, I've got a character problem. You know if I bad start words start coming out of my mouth, then I've got an issue. If I don't have the temperament to deal with people that get under under my skin, then what what's the point of all this knowledge? What's the point? If it's so easy for me to backbite and no, 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 I'm not backbiting, I'm just speaking the huck. <laughs> uh, then what's the purpose of all this knowledge? These are the kinds of things that go against huluk. They go against khuluq, and you know, Allah didn't describe Rasulullah with just khuluq. He said khuluq in alim. The word azim is actually or- originally from the word azeem, or ivan, the plural, bones. Something hard that doesn't bend, that doesn't break, it's stiff. Hard bones are called azeem actually. And the idea being his character is firm under any circumstance. He doesn't compromise the way he carries himself. He doesn't let emotions get to him and compromise that he's gonna start using bad words, Mahadullah, or become what Musa was afraid of. He wouldn't do that. He wouldn't be condescending towards others, he wouldn't talk down to others. Later on in this same surah, what Allah will do on the one hand, great character. On the, on the flip side, are people of terrible character. What does terrible character look like? And he's actually going to describe some very unique vocabulary in the Quran later. On. What's coming is فَلَا تُطِعُ الْمُكَذِّبِينَ وَلَا تُطِعُ كُلَّ حَلَافٍ مَهِينٌ مَشَّاءٍ بِنَمِيمٍ مُعْتَدٍ أَثِيمٌ بَعْدَ ذَلِكَ زَنِيمٌ All of these are descriptions of horrible character. This is the opposite of what is. So the reason that's done is, you and I get to look in the mirror. What do we look like? How, how, are we, how do we make sure we're closer to the character of the Prophet sallallahu say I'm sharing all of this with you because in, in, in many of our families, we may have members that are drifting away from deen. They're drifting away from Islam. And it's difficult to see that. They don't pray anymore. Maybe they don't even identify themselves as Muslim anymore. That's happened in many families. That's not even one family. Many families that are suffering in this way. Or their son or their daughter has rebelled, some have left the home, some have some have gone off into other kinds of relationships or whatever else, and the parents are heartbroken and they don't know what to do. And sometimes the advice they get is, well, they left, so you know what? Uh, you can just free yourself of them. They are now kufar and they are now murtad and they're this and then Therefore, you can just give up on them. I disagree completely. I disagree completely. We when When our family members... Are drifting away, the only thing that can bring them back is our character. You don't have to preach to them necessarily, but if they feel like you have cut ties from them, you're you're no longer my son, you're no longer my daughter, you're no longer my brother, you're no longer my what? Who gave you the right? Allah Azza wa connected some bonds, some ties of blood. Wa ulul fi You don't get to cut those ties. I was, I'm reminded one time there was a lady who came to me at some program I was speaking at. She said her son no longer prays. And she's very devout Muslimah and she's studying and she's like, you know, uh, observes the deen as much as she can in her life. Very, you know, devout, uh, you know, worshipping lady. And she came to me and says, my son has done this and I, I just don't no longer consider him my son. I told him you're no longer my son because you don't pray anymore. And I said, lady... You don't decide that. Allah already decided who, sh- who He is to you. You can call Him a chicken, a bird, a tree, He's still your son. And that's not going to change. And the right He has over you is not going to change. That's not going to change. We don't get to decide that. And she, then she gave me the example But Nuh alayhi salam. You see, His son, when He left, Allah said, He's not your family. She quoted the Quran to me. I said, Lady, that was a great mistake you just made. You're, so you've done your 950 years? You finished? And finally Allah gave you a direct license to say that's not your child? Did Allah say that to him for 900 years? Did Allah say that to him for all that time? When the Adab of Allah descended, then he said it's not your family. Until then why didn't Allah say anything? Because you're not allowed to give up on your people. And how, who, who are you and I to compare ourselves to the likes of Nuh salam, who is uh, upon the coming of the Adab of Allah, then he's told you get to cut ties. Then you get to cut ties. You know what's happened? We don't we've forgotten the fundamentals of what it means to have these basic relationships that are supposed to make us, make make people come closer to us. Then we can share something about Islam. Our interest is let's just drop Islam on people, quote stuff on people, but actually not give them a reason to actually even wanna want like sitting next to us. To ha- actually have the warmth of character, you know? Now, this is a really serious problem. You find study study the instances of the Prophet's life Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam where strangers walked in and you know, talked to him with all kinds of things and you don't find that he's giving anybody a sermon you don't find that he's sitting there and nobody's more knowledgeable than deen than the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam so this person came maybe there should be an opportunity to you know, just give them a whole dars no they come, they ask their question, and this is a very brief conversation. It's actually what you learn from it more than anything else, is the Prophet ﷺ is a really good listener. He's actually, one of his, the qualities of his, his character is that he's a really good listener. What happens with us when we become excited about Islam is, we don't want to listen, we want to make sure everybody else listens. We don't want to listen to anybody. Somebody comes and says, hey I have a problem, I'll let me sit you down, let me give you a reminder first let me give you you drop some quotes on you first then you tell me what your issue is cuz i really like the sound of my own voice you know when we, this is this is a this is a serious problem of character and it's pushing people further and further away from me those of you that are having trouble in your family because of the issue of Islam, because some, some family members are not as religious as you like them to be, or they're not religious at all, or they're leaving Islam altogether. And every time you see them at any gathering, you start quoting things at them. Allah will say this, you know what the Prophet said, you know what you're doing is wrong, etc, etc, etc. And that's only pushing them further away. They just think, hey, if I show up again, my mom's just gonna drop another khutbah on me, no thanks, I'll go get pizza instead. I'm not coming for dinner. And you're just pushing them further away from Deen. All you need to do sometimes is just be a mom. All you need to do sometimes is just be a brother and just be a sister and nothing else. It's okay. Let's build those bonds first. Let's see. Let's, let's have them see you be patient first. And a lot of times people will test you with ignorance to see if you get upset. And then they'll justify, I don't want to be around you because you get upset. And you have to know how to play that game and, and be better character (laughs) and to be, to be, to be ahead of them. So they don't they don't take advantage of that opportunity. You have to disarm people with how you and I carry ourselves. That's what we have to do. This is إنك على خلق عظيم. This is it. And this, by the way, is the most beautiful quality that a believer has. We don't even have to open our mouth and we become a hujjah. We become a case for people. We don't have to preach anything. Which is the way we carry ourselves becomes you know a, a, a something different. People see it in us and say, "What is it that makes you like that?" I don't meet people like that. Why do you think of things this way? And you haven't quoted anything. You're just carrying yourself with the upright kind of character. May Allah aj make us understand the value and importance of good character, and may Allah aj help us identify what is it in our own character that is flawed that we need to work on that we can improve. May Allah aj keep us away from qualities of bad character that push others away from us. And as a result, it might even push others away from the deen itself.